0: Hey and hello! Welcome to Nordic Insights, where I introduce you to high-achieving Nordics and Nordic-inspired people with niche expertise in business, lifestyle, education, innovation, tech, travel, and more. I'm your host Satu Raunola, a Finn passionate about all things Nordic as well as yoga, running, sustainability, well-being, and great coffee. Listen in for some tips on Nordic approaches to a happier and more holistic business and personal life. Join me to explore Nordic common sense and trends in this complex world. This podcast is delivered to you every Wednesday. Welcome to another episode of Nordic Insights. Today, we talk about delicious and healthy food with a slight Nordic flavor in its philosophy. My guest is Danish chef Nilla Tompkins, who is the founder of Vanilla Food that incorporates two cafes in Noosa on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland in Australia. Nilla's philosophy is all about good food, health and the environment. She says vanilla food style is flavor first, but always with health in mind and sustainability is a way of life to her and her team of 20. They use fresh produce that is organic, grown and local when possible. And it looks very beautiful and delicious. She's launching her own cookbook in December that has been 10 years of making. Let's welcome Nilla. Well, Nilla, great to have you on board uh, all the way from Noosa. Thanks very much for joining my podcast. Now, for me. our uh, audience and our listeners, can you give a short introduction of, of you and, and your background?
1: Yeah, my name is Nilla. Oh, the Danish name is, name is Um but I adapted Nilla too because no one could say Panilla in Australia. Um, so, yeah, I live in Noosa. I've been here for about 20, 23 years, I think. I have two cafes in NUSA. two organic wholesome cafes, um, and we just launched our always launching our, new, our cookbook first cookbook in December this year, So we are all very excited, excited about that.
0: That's very exciting. Now, you are originally from Denmark and yep. from an amazing place called Rebe. So can you tell us a bit about your, kind of your childhood and youth?
1: Yes, I grew up in in the country in Denmark on the west coast um, with my family, and I grew up on a farm. So I was always outside foraging vegetables, fruit, what have you, um, with my brothers. Yes, it was a very happy childhood. Lots of (laughs) lots of playing outside, and then yeah, I became a chef later on in life, moved to Copenhagen, and was there for about five years before I moved to Australia.
0: And where do you get your love for food? So did you already have it in your in your childhood in, in Rebe or where did it come from?
1: Yeah, I helped my mum in the kitchen a lot as a young girl. So I always was included in the cooking for the family growing up. Um, but it was not until a bit later in life when I um, really started working in restaurants and bars and hotels that I thought, no, I want to be a chef. So, yeah, so that's how that came about.
0: Yeah, and uh, living in a farm, you must have, um, you know, grown your own food.
1: Yeah, we had lots of vegetables. Um, The farm had cows, cattles, uh, pigs, (laughs) ducks, chickens. So, yeah, we had basically everything lamb on the farm and we lived off the farm as well. So everything was very fresh and the vegetables, and yeah, very lucky, very lucky growing up. where I did,
0: yes. And so, what what made you come to Australia?
1: Um, I travelled here probably when I was twenty, the first time, travelled around Australia New Zealand. Was travelling for about eighteen months and got back to Denmark, and I always wanted to come back, and I loved Australia. The lifestyle so different to to Denmark. So I came back a few years later,
0: and yeah i stayed <laughs> yes nice and um so how did you you set in earlier our conversations that you were chef and then you also had a uh, cake shop uh before you started your um cafe I did a
1: whole, yeah i did a, a whole food wholesale um more desserts and cakes business before i opened the cafes only about a couple of three years before and then i opened the cafes we've been there for six years Operating
0: as vanilla food. And you have a cafe in New Seville and in New Junction.
1: Yes, I have.
0: And uh, what's the philosophy of your food?
1: Um, Definitely wholesome organic food. Uh, Keep my family and friends healthy and happy uh, with wholesome food. That's definitely my my go to. Always keep everyone healthy.
0: And I also read that you um, source most of your. Foods and or, or everything you use in cafe, uh, you try to uh, use the local local uh, suppliers and uh, organic food. Is that right? Yeah,
1: we have one uh, big uh, whole food produce company we get from Brisbane every every week, um, and then we use the local suppliers for top ups and local whole. Host- yeah, so we have we're very fortunate up here. We have a lot of uh, local farmers who grow spray free and organic. So we very
0: Fortunate. Do you have any Nordic or Danish influence in your food philosophy or in your cooking?
1: No, I don't think I do a lot of traditional Danish cooking anymore. Um, there's a few things that we do, I would say I've changed a little bit from when I from Danish, but obviously I have the whole lots of grains. We like lots of grains and no um, white bread, <laughs> lots of rye bread and more wholesome food. And I would say that's from growing up, what, what, I, what I did, it was wholesome and, and real food. And I think that's what I brought with me. I don't necessarily have any Danish recipes that I'll have taken with me. But I think the background of growing up on a farm with organic and real food, i definitely taken that with me in the cafes. Mm. And also having children myself, I guess that made me really want to be healthy and feed them healthy food.
0: Do you think that you have any Danish or influence or characteristics uh, in your identity when you, you know, when you run your business?
1: Yeah, I think I'm pretty firm. (laughs) I think the Danes are quite firm, I think, and they're quite straight to the point. Um, We don't beat around the bush. (laughs) You probably don't do that either. Um, So I think that's a very Scandinavian thing to be like that in your personalities. And I think my, my team knows where they stand with me because I'm pretty straight down the line and, you know, tell them how it is, how I want things um, and they respect that.
0: Have you kept any of your Danish traditions in your kind of family life or in, in your business? Um, you yeah, any-
1: definitely in our family uh, life we have kept some Danish traditions, Christmas traditions um, and just little things that I guess I've brought with me that my mum does, just little things. I don't know. What that will be, but there's definitely little things you'll ask my daughters, I will say that that's very Danish to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like we have Christmas traditions, our food we do at home, but I don't do it at work, but at home I do.
0: What, what do you think out of your professional life that what have been your kind of your greatest challenges in, in, in your professional life so far?
1: The greatest challenge is, I think, dealing with the staff. That's a challenge every day. I have a crew of 20 people. 20 staff so it's always a challenge everyone is different you're going to treat everyone differently but um, but I love dealing with the of my staff and you know that's part of having I think a, a good business that you know how to to uh, handle your staff and so but that I think staffing is can be quite tricky sometimes because everyone is obviously different and but yeah and but on that I think life is pretty easy in the cafe
0: and what how do you how do you keep a good staff? How do you inspire them that they do a good job and they stay with you?
1: Oh, I think, I mean, I have lots of my staff has been with me from the beginning basically and they seem to stay with us for a while. I think they enjoy working with us. It's wholesome, real food and I don't think it gets any better than that. You know, you see what goes on the plate. It's, it's real food and I think my staff appreciate that and also communicate with your staff and treat them with respect and, you know, and now uh, my staff is all my family. They're all one big, we all one big family. Both my daughters have worked with me in, a, in the businesses over the years. So it's a lot, a lot of the staff is friends of, friends of my daughters and you know, so yeah, it's one big family. Nice. Definitely. Yeah, it is nice, it's lovely.
0: Yeah, it makes it, uh, it gives you a purpose definitely.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: I also read mark that sustainability is very important in your business.
1: Yeah, definitely. We, uh, we compost where we can. We compost at work and I also compost at home. We recycle where we can and try to not use any plastic. We are part of the plastic-free NUSA. I think we're one of the champions of that. Um, so cafes, we don't use any plastic. Everything is reusable, try to be, yeah, sustainable and not, not no waste as well. Um, we use keep cups. For coffees, jars for smoothies, and encourage people. We have a lot of salads in our in our cafes, so encourage people to bring their own containers in for, if they want takeaway food or salads. So, so we don't waste the packaging because most of the time, let's face it, it still goes into landfill, even though it's um, compostable or or cardboard packaging. Yeah.
0: yeah. Nice. Well, that's very Nordic, isn't it? Being sustainable.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They did, and, definitely.
0: Yes. And what do you think that you, I mean, you have a big role within your community uh, having do businesses in there. So what do you think, what value do you bring to your community?
1: What values do we bring? Um, I think that customers appreciate that we are honest with our food. We're honest and what we put on our plate. It's what we say we're putting on our plate It is what we put on our plate. We're, not, we're honest about what we serve. And I think that's our customers' values. That a great deal these days.
0: When we think about Nordic model and thinking and trends, how do you think that differentiates from uh, thinking like their thinking and trends in Australia or in Western other Western cultures?
1: Um, I think Australia is very similar to the Scandinavian countries. I think the way people are thinking here is very similar to what we do in Denmark, apparently Denmark is the happiest nation in the world, I believe. Is that right? Yes. I've heard that. <laughs> yes. Um, but I, I don't know if that's true. But but I don't know if I think that Australia and Denmark is very similar in a lot of ways. I think the lifestyle probably here is a bit more relaxed because of the climate. Um, but on that, I don't think there's a huge difference. Mm. I don't find it is.
0: But Yeah. And what why do you think the deans are the happiest
1: people in the world? I don't know I mean it gets it's pretty cold over there, so I don't. it must they must have taken the test in summer I think yeah. <laughs> must, have, must have, I think
0: yeah because I don't know
1: I think I think they have good values uh, to they stand for what they believe in. I don't know why they're happy. I guess it's a happy nation there must be something in the water maybe I don't know <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've been talking to quite a few people about, because uh, they say the same about Finns and, you know, Swedes and, you know, in Nordics in general, but they're very happy, happy nations. Yeah.
1: I think it might be because the, the government looks after them as well. That's a big thing. I think health, they look after in health and maybe. Yeah. Know.
0: Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, I think, well, I think the equality is one thing and uh, mm. kind of, uh, there's certain resilience that people don't complain so much. They kind of used to harsh climates and you know mm. though, like you know something like you get you know you just create this nice atmosphere yeah. and you yeah. enjoy the moment so I think yeah. there are little those, those things and you, you just make things work for you and make things mm. nice for you you know it doesn't matter what yeah
1: I think you have to you. yeah because it's half of the or more than half of the time of the year it's cold so you have to create your own happiness maybe and it.
0: <laughs> yes exactly and so, what's who what, get for you in Australia? Who oh, is what, sorry? What's who get for you in Australia?
1: I guess sitting around the ta- dinner table with friends and family having a glass of wine and some nice, healthy food. Nice. That's definitely a hooker for me. With some yeah. candles. <laughs> yes,
0: candles. Mm. candles are big. Yeah, food. lots of candles. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Mm. Tell us about your cookbook. That's very exciting. Uh, I mean, very your exciting. website looks So beautiful and so inviting. And, you know, I can't wait to come and taste your wonderful foods. But um, tell us about your cookbook coming up.
1: So the cookbook is called Vanilla Food, the Cookbook. Um, It's about the food that we cooked in the cafes over the years, so lots of old recipes we brought back to where we first first opened. It's got 70 recipes, all from the cafe. We've got a few new ones. that are quite new to the cafe as well. It's basically our cookbook um, recipe, or cafe recipes, throughout the year. And then there's it's a bit of a journey. The vanilla food journey is in there. This is about myself and my heritage, a little bit, just a little bit, not too much, not too much yeah. about myself. Nice. <laughs> but it's mostly, yeah, about the cafe and and the team as well, and and just a little bit of every recipe has its own little introduction to why we're doing this recipe and where it came from. So. Hmm. And so it's very exciting. We're
0: all very excited about it. so yeah yes. the book. <laughs> and it's coming up. Uh, did you say next month? Fourth of December is the book launch. So yeah, yeah. So not long. And but people can already reorder the book.
1: Yeah, it's. I think it should be for pre-order this week sometime
0: on our website. And it's your website. If people want to pre-order, your website is vanillafood.com.au. dot Okay, and you also yeah. are you in Instagram? Uh, yeah,
1: Instagram and Facebook. That's Vanilla
0: Food. Yeah, and uh, and local people can go and visit you in New hits or uh Noosa, Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Two yeah. cafes. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And it will be for sale. It will. The book will be for sale at both our cafes online and also at various bookstores around. I think there are going to be a couple in Brisbane as well.
0: And it's all about very healthy and uh, fantastically beautiful looking food too.
1: Yeah, the the book is very colourful throughout the book. Lots of beautiful colours. Our food is very colourful. Yeah. Yeah,
0: nice. So what or who inspires you?
1: What inspires me? Um, I don't know. Um, Nature inspires me, I think. And, um, I love spices. I love herbs. So, and edible flowers. Um, I look at that, and you go look at uh, some nice spices and herbs, and you go, "What can I create with that?" So, but I think my mum inspired me a lot to, to cook. I don't think I can say I have anyone I get inspired. And like, if it was another chef, or uh, I don't, I uh, don't think there's anyone I can really say that inspired me. I do get inspired by Noma. Obviously, that's a completely next level food than what I do in Copenhagen. Renee Vetsepi is quite talented in what he does. So I would say he inspires me, but I don't do that kind of food.
0: <laughs> that's yes. too complicated for me. So can you tell us, uh, our listeners, about Noma if somebody doesn't know what,
1: what Noma is as an institution? It is. Oh, it's a uh, restaurant. Copenhagen has been there for many, many years, I think 20 years now, I think. they've been around for a while. Um, they do lots of wild forage. Go out and find their produce in the wild, which I think is quite, quite amazing. It's very inspiring. It grows in the wild. It's pretty innovative.
0: Yes. And how how do you come up with new ideas for your for your cook cafes and for your cookbook?
1: I think that I find an ingredient ingredient that's in season, and I go, "Oh, what can I create with this?" And the mind just <laughs> Takes, takes it on for me and I just, I don't know, come up with stuff. Most things work. Some things doesn't work. And we go, okay, let's move on from that. But usually I do bring whatever is in season. I mean, I'm not in the cafe as much as I used to be anymore. I mean, we've done the cookbook um, and I'm doing a lot more behind the scenes these days, but I still come up with some, some briefs for my chefs to say, you know, what, why don't we do this? This is a great ingredient in season at the moment and they usually come up with some, some good ideas.
0: Can you tell uh, what's in season now uh, and what, what would be kind of one of your recipes that uh, you, you, you offer now at the, at the, in November?
1: Well, asparagus is in season at the moment. We use it a lot of asparagus. I love asparagus. It's one of my favourite vegetables. That's in season at the moment. So you see that on our menu a lot at the moment. And mango is just coming in season now, so we'll do lots of that for breakfast, especially in breakfast and desserts. So that's probably one of our favorite favorite ingredients at the moment. As as a mango, yeah. Yeah.
0: So maybe uh, what we do is we'll uh, put your links in our speak uh, our notes, uh, so people can access the website and uh, Facebook and Instagram, and people can yep. go. On your on your website and pre-order the book, and um, yep. everybody wants to. I'm sure pre-order when they see the um, your beautiful website and the food looks so so, so. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's lovely. Thank you very much. It's been lovely to talk to you. Uh, all the best of luck with your cookbook, and Thank you. um, I can't wait to visit Noosa and No, I can't wait to have, to have you. Yeah, come and see you and and taste your wonderful food. So i to talk to you.
1: Yeah, you too. Thanks for having me. Thanks.
0: (laughs) Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I would appreciate if you would leave a quick rating and review. You can also find Nordic Insights on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening. Voi Huvin Hadesopra. Take care.